Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. Your host Chris here with Deepom, and we are here to wrap up both the the episode five of the five part Armageddon um, for season eight of uh, the Flash. It's also the mid season finale for the Flash. Um, yeah, um, we get I, it's and especially the way they they did this. I can't say the conclusion of the Barry Thon. Um, no. because they also make mention of what we've been talking about that first time they meet, mm-hmm. which now you got to show it to us and we might get to this yeah. season and that might be what they're going to do. Give us uh go that full season for us and finally give us a thing that they've been teasing to us since, um, that first season of the crisis of when, when, uh, Barry shows up and, and then him stealing this moment from Thawne which launches off this whole thing and come full circle, full circle. Maybe they'll do it this season. Who knows? But like, it's the conclusion for now <laughs> of, of the Thornberry series. Uh, 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 and um, yeah, it, it pretty much to me, this is one of the things they've done. And I'll start with you. What, what do you think of this? How, how do they wrap this up? I don't know why we're here. <laughs> you said the, the invite to record. I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk. They gave me gold boots. <laughs> ten out of ten, zero notes. Yeah. Um, as soon as as soon as they pulled that that the Pulp Fiction with the case, and I was like, oh, they're finally going to turn to gold. And they, they here's the thing: this show knows it when they haven't given us something, and they know when they're going to give it to us. They're going to make a big deal out of it. And so now the gold boots were made, and not just oh, he's got gold boots now is now actually part of the deal and then the focus on them and then here's the thing they also look great they look yeah great. okay so like, let's let's skip all the other stuff and this is a pet peeve of mine that maybe being rectified as we speak we're at large everything on your costume ain't gotta be have a purpose mm-hmm. sometimes she just look cool mm-hmm. they didn't make a big deal when they changed barry's gloves the badass lightning on the side no mm-hmm. we said no it just looked better and I appreciate that this is that show. This is a show that's always going to try to give the whys behind the what happens. But if Chester was like, hey, man, these look better. Because <laughs> they're like, you need to absorb the energy through your feet. I'm like, nigga, what? You know what? You know, you know what? To electric Superman, and now this nigga needs his feet to absorb energy? Whatever, dog. <laughs> hey, Barry, you need to increase your drip. Here's some gold boots for you. That's all they had to do. No, yeah. that's, all, that's all they needed to do. Hey, hey Barry, we got shock when you look fly as fuck. We got Next you. Question. We got you. We got you. We, we got you some drip, yo. Here you go. You know, that's all. That's all we Barry, really needed. You dropped this sweat. Right. It looks like that's. I don't. I, I do appreciate that the yes, they grounded it. Yes, they made it make comic sense. But as when Barry Allen in the 1960s. Pulled that shit out the ring. He wasn't like these boots need to conduct energy. No, he was like these would be fly as shit. Right. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm not questioning the whys that were. I'm gold boots. When Thawne showed up in the um the red ones, yeah. Well, no, even this episode when he shows up at the police station, mm-hmm. I thought about our conversation last week. It's just like look at how comic book that shot is. Yeah. Yeah. Like allegedly, every cop in the station is like seven people, and. He's just there. I'm not here to. I'm not here to kill anyone. I, I think this is the thing too. When we think about it, because what was it? Um, ten. It's been ten years, right, since uh, Arrow, because it actually yes. almost coincides closely to the MCU. So it's been ten years for 
like the two or two years off the MCU, but like ten years of the. When you think about, and again, some people are new and haven't been there, or some people come, come and gone. When you think about when Arrow started and how grounded it was, and they were going to do everything grounded, not, and then now we're here with the Flash, where, and it's not just the Flash, right? I, I see, you know, I still haven't watched it yet, but I see enough of the commercials for Superman and Lois, and know they're not just, this is not grounded, right? This is, you're getting things that look straight out of the comic books. And we talked about this, um, was it last week with uh, Ryan Cho's suit, the, the Adam suit, which looks like mm-hmm. the Adam suit. Like, you know, we've come to this point where not just here, but it seems like a lot of going around. Hey, yeah, looks matter. Pulling that stuff straight yeah. off the comic book pages and putting it there. We said it last year. We were like, yo, you know what? If you can make an all white uh, Godspeed suit and it looks damn good on, what what are we doing with the gold boots? Like we can, we can do what we need to do. You know, uh, even when, we got you. Even when our Bart showed up, you know, it's like everything they've done. I'm like, wait, we're 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 looking like the comics and. That again, it's not it's not it's not the only thing. You need more. You need more substance and things like that. But it it's 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 one of those things that again, when we've been not just the, you know the Flash and thing, or even the MCU or things like when you've been a fan of comics for so long and you've suffered through so much bad shit, right? We're not to the point where you can have both. It used to be, well, do you want an do you want a comic accurate looking suit, but a story a terrible story and a terrible writing and, and a terrible movie TV show? Or do you want something that's half decent, but we're not gonna make it look like the comic books at all? We've now gotten to the perfect blend of that in TV and movies where people are like, Well, you don't have to make a false choice anymore. You can have both. And um I think that Again, Armageddon in this far five parts hasn't been perfect. Um, however, I think that um, they've both gone back to the basics with Barry and grounded it, and also have been able to lean into the fact that this nigga is, like you said, lightning Superman at this point. <laughs> like, like when we started this, like it was very much like, oh, Arrow's the Batman and and Barry's the Superman. But like, this is full on like Electric Suit Superman. Mm-hmm. He's throwing lightning at people. He is absorbing lightning. He is like that's how I know Barry was raised in a black household because every black superhero has lightning powers. <laughs> when he's just like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, so you're just static shock flash. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, now I know. Um, I liked. Yes, you're right. It's been paced kind of strangely. I think some would say, but I think if you go back and watch it all, it fits better. Probably a little bit better together. I will say this: God bless Joe West. Mm-hmm. And God bless Joe West pulling them churn at that room and they're like, we gotta kill this nigga. Yeah. However, yeah. I'm still waiting for the line where you go, Jesse L. Martin, I know they said it. I raised both of you better than this. <laughs> you know, you know, you know that was probably in the original, uh the original the original and they were like Guys, this is way too weird. We got to pull that. We can't say this. <laughs> I have already know <laughs> Because as much as I'm like, oh, they're pushing us towards, oh, look, she's there to a family. They got these kids fading into pictures. They keep reminding you they were raised as brother, as and, brother and, and sister. sister. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think honestly should make you more comfortable with any other pairing they choose. If they give us Allegra and Chunk, like, sure, why not? They're coworkers who were friends for years. Then we got together because of the future possibly showed them together. However, 
if your boss is dating her, is married to her brother, <laughs> I don't see why. Why would you say you can't? You can't have you. There's no HR rules. There's no. There's no. There's no. Hey, hey, hey bro, we can't. Look, like, I want to know what. Like, if they go to a high school reunion, hypothetically, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Barry, what's now? Oh, I married Iris. You married a woman named a woman named Iris? No, I married Iris. <laughs> sister." Well, I mean, she's not my sister. She just took me in. Oh, so when did you start living with her? When I was eight. Oh. So, so y'all like grew up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, huh. Y'all never met nobody else more interesting? Ever? Oh, okay. I mean, well, technically she was engaged. He didn't. So from, from her point of view, at least there were others. Yeah, from, from his her point, point of view, she married a superhero. I've not even met her. I get it. That's an appeal. Gary? Well, from, the, from, the, from the moment from the moment her dad raised both of us, I knew. I hate you. It was the one. Why ain't he Barry West? Because his dad was in jail but alive. <laughs> At some point, Barry would have lost faith and got adopted by Joe, and it's been way more awkward. <laughs> Are you changing uh, your name, Iris? Why would I? <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, the the awkwardness aside, I will say that. Again, this is also showing us why we still need Joe on the show, right? Very much so. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe not every now, but every now and then you need that voice of reading because everybody else was like, eh, I mean, <laughs> even Caitlin was like, I mean, I ain't gonna kill you. Yo, really that, and that's, I think that was good because it wasn't for a lesser villain. It mm-hmm. wasn't for a villain of the week. It was for, y'all don't know what this man has done to us. Right. And I, I and, right, right. And, and, and I do agree with the, like, uh, Chunk and, and, and like you got you do got to set this one out because y'all really don't know y'all saying this shit, but y'all don't understand. It's that adorable this. that you think you have a well, vote here. And the thing the thing I love about it too is even Thawne himself was like when when he was asked on both from Thorn he was antagonizing Caitlyn, going you're gonna save me, you know. So and then when when Barry came, was like, well, if I save you, what are you gonna do? It was like, well, go back to my mission of what I was always been trying to do. It's like the peak of the brain. Same says, thing I do every my day. My life's my life's work. Yeah. Not my mission. Right. My life's, my life's work. work. Oh, I'm just shit. like, yeah, what are you what are you gonna do? Uh but you know, in the end, they still end up doing it. Now they took a speed away, but again, as is always said, he always finds a way back. So yeah, I again, this is setting us up, I think, for as getting that first meeting of Thon and, and and Barry, especially with you see, you see when them, them kids is doing, you know, Barry and Iris, where are your kids? Right? Like you gotta, you gotta keep track of your kids because you know, you know, what remind me of there's an old Simpsons episode where Homer's in front of the couch and TV says it's 9 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Mm-hmm. And Homer goes, I told you last night, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's just like, I was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We told the two impulsive, uh, the two most impulsive yeah. people ever to go protect the timeline, and yeah, they're out there somewhere. They they pop in every now and then. Uh, okay, guys. Okay, this is not this. Is, uh, okay, because like they've been back for a couple of days. Apparently, like he fixed the reverse flashpoint for a couple of days when they're having that mm-hmm. sit down at the uh, where they have like a, a summer for dinner where Barry watched his wife almost marry. Like that was some weird shit. Like pick another place. Um, yeah. Also, set costs. I get that. Um... Yeah, man, the whole, th- I don't know, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be, a, this is going to end poorly, and I think it's going to end poorly in the way you think it's going to end poorly, but I do think at that point, you probably could have run into the future and be like, oh, y'all are still here, great. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. means that this worked. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, 
also say I I'm now wondering are they using this as a as a backdoor way of of trying to bring back that uh, Green Era and the Canaries uh, show because now Mia Queen's here and now they have a whole plotline with her trying to find her brother so like what are we doing with this are they just going to run it through the Flash or are they still trying to work that uh, that spinoff show I don't know they may they may so what they've done generally and spinoffs haven't worked. It try to work into the show. We work them into the series, yeah. into other series, and I think this is a good way to get me, the actress who plays Mia Queen, whose name escapes me right now. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Here's some checks. Here's some exposure. Um, and for all those people who say that these genre shows are one notes or kind of dead end shows, uh, Stephen Amell just said the second season of Heels renewed, which is a fantastic show. It's Friday Night Lights and Tights, and also uh, Elizabeth Hintridge is directing. Yeah. Episode six of the next season of Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. So, like, as much as people are like, "Oh, we didn't, they didn't pick it up." I'm glad they're keeping the actors involved. I'm glad they're keeping these young people who are talented, giving them an avenue well, to to explore those talents and to grow. So, well, not only that, but there's there's clearly some stuff they're building, right? Because I mean, we we kind of um, forgot it because it was last season, but they also are still hinting at you know. Um, uh, 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 you know the Green Green Lantern, you know with Diggle and stuff. So they still actively were playing a role into that as well. So there's something, and I know he popped up on what was it, Supergirl, or mm-hmm. yeah. So I know they're actively doing some things here. So we'll we'll see. Uh, maybe it, it could also be that thing of running through the the current shows you have, and then when those shows inevitably end, maybe you 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 move on to something else. Also, just looking at you know, what you have, you have Bart and Nora. You could always, you know, give your main cast some time off too, you know, and run things through them. So there's right. so much they could do here, um, and, and go forward from interest in that. Um, also, even and and this seems to be a theme of kind of of doing this week is uh, finding closure in some things. Even what they did with Damian Dark, right, and bringing yes. him in and going forward from there. So. I thought that was a, 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 a nice piece of throwing in there. And also him giving <laughs> time zone. <laughs> okay, nice guys. Uh, giving that to, to Joe and saying, you might need this, you know. So interested to see where they, they go with some of these things that they've kind of also seeded as well. Because um, as big as they got in some of the other episodes, and, and this episode felt like could have been like a normal Flash season end. Right. This is how they normally would have ended the season. But really, this is honestly, if you think about it, how you begin a season. Because they're only, this right. is only, it sounds like we're only five episodes in <laughs> this season. Right. It feels like we've, we've done way more than that, but we're only five episodes in. So there's a lot they could do that with that as well. So, um, but yeah. Um, what else with this? Um, I like that. I like that we've got Nora back. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know. You're not going to throw in that scene for a throwaway scene. Mm-hmm. So the knowledge that we're probably getting an extension of the Nora storyline and getting that actress back involved and hopefully getting Brandon Routh back involved. Hopefully this will bring, if not temporarily grow Team Flash, it can bring Ryan Troy into the fold permanently. Mm-hmm. It seemed like those were effects that they pretty cost effective including Allegra where they just turn up the brighting on the brightness on her hands like <laughs> there's a lot of ways that they can do this and make it feel like a more superhero show and the only reason I'm even advocating for it is my niggas in gold boots and I've run enough things to ask for from the show so 
I guess if we're going to do full yellow thon and red boots and full red berry and yellow boots, let's get some fucking superheroes going. Let's let's go back to that Justice League hanger outside of mm-hmm. we need to shoehorn someone in for a, a finale or a, a crossover. Right. Let's have heroes drop in and say, hey, Barry, we need your help. Right now on this earth, I guess not truly because Supergirl's here, Superman's here, Manhunter's here. But for our purposes, for week to week purposes, he is the A game. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that Clark's other hand on the big shit, but when you need a ground level hero, you're going to ask the guy who runs on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, um, it definitely feels like we, we can, they are um, expanding things out a little bit more and hopefully getting back to normal. I'm saying that as, mm-hmm. you know, COVID also starting <laughs> to blow everything up again. Um, you know, so. Uh, it'll be interesting seeing how um, the show uh, carries on um, and, and and goes forward from there. Um, but yeah, it, it just it like I said, they've they've been doing a good job, and I and also we we know this across the board. And I know we're not covering all these shows here, but you know mm-hmm. things like Star Girl, where which are you you have um, what do you say uh, Jay is over on there, you know the uh, entire JSA apparel. Yeah, you know, so it's like. They they've been they've done a great job of of building out this stuff. Like I said, to me, it's the TV universe version of the MCU. If only DC could get their shit together for their movies and follow the same thing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm um, done, I'm, I'm done with it. like honestly right now. This is my Flash. This is Josh Williamson's yeah Flash. Where I'm not going to spoil that run, but it ends in a very unique take on the Flash Fawn Allen relationship. And mm-hmm. I think that we can be building there now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, no, I'm with you. Um, we'll see. Um, uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, we got some. Uh, anything else on this episode before we go into just some general news and, and things like that? Um, no, I I don't know if I'd call it a mid season finale, but it's definitely the winter break. Hopefully, they'll be back sooner than later. I know Legends, you got coming back in January, I believe, as well. Season two of uh, Superman and Lois, Chris, like, I, I don't tell you. Like, I don't. I know, I know, I know. The highest recommendation. I know. I after, know. The, after that DCEU shit, Susan turned to me after episode one of Superman Lord. She goes, that's why you're mad. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> so, that's, yeah, but this, 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 this is going to be the problem for, for, for in just general DC. It's like when you're... When your TV heroes outmatch the the Bro. heroes you're putting on the on this is why this is why again this is why Marvel doesn't do that shit. It's like listen, we're gonna make these characters the same across the board because if we're running two different versions, if people start liking one version over the other, that's a fucking problem. You know, with those characterizations, that's 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 an issue. Apparently, DC just says fucking we're gonna we'll do whatever we want to do. So, um, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, I did see uh, they, I, I would say, wisened up a little bit um, mm. and are moving uh, Blue Beetle from being an HBO Max exclusive to the theater. Um, part of me thinks that's also just because those HBO Max numbers probably aren't what they think they are. So there is that. One would hope that they would think, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't take a person of color character and put it only on HBO Max. Maybe we should try to tap into this and go rock us. But part of me also thinks it's just it's the other thing. So. But they are doing it. So give them give them some credit for that. So there is that. Um, let's see what else I have here. Um, 
we will be talking about so the, on premium. We'll be talking about No Way Home. There is a non-spoiler mm-hmm. out there. Uh, just I, I I will say this. Um, and again, it's just so funny to me. Uh, the numbers for this weekend are 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 getting to the point of not just the best of the pandemic, but like second or third best domestic opening of all time type 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 deal. Um, and because I did see another article where I think it was James Cameron then was taking shots out of it and was trying to defend uh, the the director of Dune and saying that oh it's just Marvel is just too much blah blah blah. I, this is why people do this, right? Because only one movie is really getting people out into theaters, or even one studio has consistently done numbers that got people going back to the theaters in the middle of a pan- not just a pandemic, but also just the fact that. People's viewing has changed. We've gotten to the mm-hmm. point where FOMO doesn't exist when it comes to movies in, some, in most cases. So we were like, uh, no, no, no. Like, I still have not seen the latest Fast and Furious. I want to see it. I'm just like, eh, I'll, I'll get around to it. You know? Me neither. I haven't. I'm, oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Right. I mean, I want to see the new, I want to see the new James Bond. I just, I, I'll see it when I see it. That you know was what, good as shit. You know, what, you know what I haven't, I didn't wait, want to wait for? No Way Home. You know what other people are not waiting for? No Way Home. Don't want to be spoiled. You know? For all the talk about Eternals, most people still saw that in theaters. It still is up there in terms of I think it's I, ooh, I think it's I over. Didn't. I know, but here's the thing: it's going to be on Disney Plus. I think this month, so like so January twelfth, January okay next month. So it was like well, my, I wait. thought it was December twelfth. Right. I was very excited. I, well, and it took me for I didn't see uh, Song Chi in the theater, but again, even with those things that we didn't see, normally would have even that took that hit. They still did very well at the box office. I, I want to say that when it comes to total box office numbers, Marvel's probably going to end up taking three out of the four top spots or five top spots in some in some way you know granted no way home's gonna be sony but like we all know it's a marvel studios movie um right we all know what it is but like this is where that's coming in at because as while those films are doing well you know what's not doing well everything else everything else is not doing people are not going to the theater to see that shit right it's almost like you have to get people to want to see your shit before they see your shit. That's crazy. It, not only that, but it's like, it also, you, you need to have something that's engaging enough that wants people to go out there to the theater to see it and risk the Rona versus just, I can wait for it and see it at home. Like, what's the, like, Marvel's now become an event where you need to see it so you don't, but there are people that are like, I just want to see it so I don't get spoiled, right? Even even for those who are like, oh, I'm like, I ain't trying to get spoiled. I need to see it this weekend. I need Everything else, you're just like, eh, I can wait. Eh, it's fine. Eh, okay. Right? And so that's, I, I think that's one of the things that people are going to need to see and, and, and come, to, come to a realization is that if you take the moral outliers out, the, you, how do you address everything else? You know? I mean, you could do, yeah. a, you could do a Ridley Scott and blame it on millennials and their phones and shit like that and, and be dumb. Or you can realize that streaming is the future and people want to see these things at home. That things are actually also probably more enjoyable at home. You can get more meat. I guarantee you for some of these things, if you see it at home, people's instant feelings about them would be changed different, right? It's different when I got to pack myself up, go into the theater, sit down there, and I feel a little disappointment. That disappointment is going to get magnified at that point versus if I got disappointed at home. Because like at at one of my home, I'm like, oh, well, what, what can you say? I, you know, I, I lost some time. I didn't lose any money. I didn't lose any, you know, uh, extra time on the road. I didn't have more time to stew about it. It's like, ah, eh, it is what it is. Right? I, I have to say something. Mm-hmm. I just saw the numbers. 
Yeah, there, it's it's absurd. It's Nigga. absurd. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's absurd in a pandemic. Two hundred fifty-three million dollars opening weekend. Nigga is absurd. The movie only surpassed by Endgame and Infinity War. Nigga, like I said, like and this is insane. Oh, we got an army of Marvel characters. They say not nah, nigga. Spite. I've been trying to explain this to people since this movie was announced. Spider-Man is the single most recognizable character in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. They've done it wrong and made building. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. I mean, let me say it for the podcast because. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Giving the EU ever, go premium for this month alone. Just go premium. Yeah. Because I'm about to yell about Spider-Man for 45 minutes. Yeah. It, it, but this is the thing. It's. it's these are. I'm seeing people go. Oh, the belt. The buckle is bouncing back. No, 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 no. Marvel is fine. I've seen the numbers. Everything else, like I saw the West Side Story numbers. Not good, guys. Not good. Thought you like. Oh no, we are straight, y'all. Yeah, it's like, like, like everybody's like, we won, we won. The box is back. Who's we? Who the fuck is we? Who's we? Absolutely. Who's we? You know, and. And I'm saying this not to be, not to be, you know, everybody knows how I feel about the theaters and things like that. I'm not saying that just because of, of my bias against theaters and how outdated it is. Cause you know, I don't know, you know, we live in the, you know, we live in 2021, we're going into 2022. I think we should, should but, but it's just facts are facts. Mm-hmm. Even, even here, I'll even, I'll even give one step further. Even Venom, which I did not see and never going to see did better. So if you threw that in there, only these Marvel characters are doing well at the box office. You know, I, I like everything else is like Dune did fine. And wow. I get it. I get it. I get it. It, it, it released on, you know, HBO Max. You're saying that that's what kind of number. But did it, though? But did it? Did it? <clears throat> did it, though? Like, and that's my thing. It's like, I, if anything, I think more people probably saw it because it was on HBO Max. If it was yeah. only in theaters. No. You know, I, I just I, I I think that at some point, and and this is a, this is a, across the board with just how we do, and and I know that it's probably not going to happen because I, I I literally saw the the number somebody showed a, a an image of uh, the COVID spreading in the United States. We're like, this is an image of a country given up, and I'm like, when do we not? When we were we ever? <laughs> when when do we ever stop? When were we ever really trying? And I think the thing, you know, seeing the, the 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 talk from the NFL and NBA about changing their COVID protocols because the the virus is spreading so much now, it's like, well, we could cancel games, but that would be more money. So now we're just going to change the protocol so that, you know, if you're asymptomatic, fuck it, right? Which is basically guaranteeing that it's going to spread to all their fucking teams, right? Yes, I I don't see people learning the right lesson from the box office during this time either. They're not going to learn the lesson of, hey guys, people aren't really interested in going to the theater because after sitting at home all this time and, and having all the streaming and having more things come to us in streaming, it's better and more accessible for me to do this at home. There's no good reason for me to go to a theater. The theater experience, as most people try to say it as, it's really meant, meant for more events. Like, going to see No Way Home outside of the Seeing it early because of the 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 spoilers. Some people are also it's an event, you know. It's an event movie. That's what you go to. You're not going to an event. You know, the tragedy of Macbeth isn't an event movie. And I know Rose gonna hate me when she hears that, but it's not. It just isn't. Nobody's going to go see the tragedy of the Macbeth in theater at at big numbers. They're not going to see that. West Side Story. Not also not an event movie. 
Most people don't care. I get it. There's some people out there who really are excited, really want to see it. Hey, more power to you. That's niche, right? Most people are not going to try to see that stuff. And and that even stands up to some of the movies that you typically would think so. The fact that James Bond did fine. Fine. But, like, it didn't do what it normally would have done. And And when you're seeing what No Way Home is doing, it then says, well, Bond could have. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If there hadn't been a long break between, if there hadn't been so much discord behind the scenes, if there hadn't been a lack of synergy between the studio and the uh, star, what you're seeing in a Marvel is singularly unique, not just in superhero movies, but in any movies. We're talking people who are excited to come do these things. Well, they had to beg Daniel Craig to come be bonding. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, please come take our money. Please, Daniel Craig, take our money. And he finally did it. Tom Holland's like, what else do I got? He did that uh, that Nathan Drake movie. He's like, you know how much harder that was than Spider-Man? Because all that flips and shit is CGI. They can't CGI me in his other movies. Mm-hmm. Uncharted. Like, they found a way to service the talent in front of and behind the camera in a way that translates to the audience feeling the energy. Mm-hmm. And they have a plan. They have a track. They're able to adjust what it needed. But, man. Man, man, man. Yeah, because I'm looking at so, and again, Bond's always done well overseas. So the, uh, the last one did like $200 million. The Skyfall, I think it's the one that did the most, was $300 million. This one's at, I don't know, No Time to Die is at, you know, was that 160 Again, nothing to sneeze at. Not bad. Probably one of the higher, higher grossing ones this year outside of a comic film. And matter of fact, it might be the highest grossing one outside of a comic film because, um, yeah, Dune's only at, at gross at four hundred. So, yeah, like even your big tent poles still mm-hmm. struggled, and then you got Marvel. <laughs> you know, it, it, it. And this is with Marvel at you know forty five days out of their dropping their movies, then putting them on Disney Plus for free. Yep. You know, Song Chi did uh two hundred twenty four million domestic. You know, 430 worldwide. And again, doesn't count the fact that 45 days later it was on Disney Plus. And they announced it was going to be on Disney Plus early. So people that might have gone, yeah. yeah, Some people that were were like, oh, I can wait. You know? So um, I think Eternals is at 160. So Eternals is basically did domestically what uh, Bond did. You know? And again, told you it's coming out on Disney Plus in January. Mm hmm. All you gotta do is wait. Yeah. So let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah, Eternals is just under four hundred million dollars worldwide. You know? Wow. And yeah. And so that's in the middle of a pandemic, still doing movies that, you know, are 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 doing four hundred million because most people are not doing four hundred million dollars this year in no. the box office, right? Um, and then here you got, you know, Spider Man No Way Home that comes in. And is looking at two over two hundred fifty plus million opening weekend. That's crazy. That absurd. That's insane. Like I want to say, worldwide is probably already over four hundred five hundred million dollars. Like, and and so again, what do you do to change? What? How do you? How how do your other films survive? And what are you gonna do? 
you know, do that? Are you going to still keep talking about how it's because of millennials and their phones or it's cookie cutter from like, if it was just cookie cutter, people wouldn't have shown up. Right. Exactly. Right. I think they might have honestly, because it's the strength of Spider-Man, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, uh, Ridley Scott was complaining about the, the last duel and stuff like that. And it only did $30 million worldwide. That's not cell phones. That she made a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Dune is just under $400 million. So it's at 390. Um, the WB films are weird because again, they're, they're also on Disney, uh, on HBO Max. So there is that. So you gotta take that in consideration, but everything else. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Let me see. West Side Story. Yeah, West Side Story opened December 8th and it's at $20 million. Like, you gotta be, you gotta be okay with these films getting, getting those numbers. They're not gonna win box office numbers. Adjusted expectations. The, yeah. the normal is by, behind this, guys. Yeah. It's changed. Yeah. You're gonna have to make your money when you, when you go home, them DVD and Blu-ray sales. You know? So. Um, cool. Uh, I don't really have anything else. Do you have anything else you want to chat about before? That's uh, it for me. All right, cool. Uh, like I said, um, there's actually two, one's going to be on Super Tuesday recap and one is d- definitely going to be for premium, but two things you guys should check out if you want to hear us uh, talk about the MCU and both of them are going to have spoilers in them. So the first one is we're going to be talking about that Hawkeye episode five. So <clears throat> make sure you talk us down again. The synergy between, uh, with Marvel releasing Hawkeye the same week that they did. They know what they're doing, guys. They're they, they know what they're doing. Um, so there's that, and then heading over to premium. Uh, we do. I uh, still haven't put them up yet, but I'll be putting up King Richard and uh, the Power of the Dog. I do have those. We they're already recorded, but then we're obviously gonna have uh, No Way Home spoilers. So myself, Deepom, and Roe will be talking about that. So get that on premium. So just stay tuned, and yeah. Thank you guys very much. We'll be back with The Flash. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if The Flash is coming back in January, but we'll definitely be, I think it is. But I know Legends will definitely be back in January, so we'll be back then to talk that for our Legends. And then, um, yeah, we'll see what we're going to do. So. Again, folks, thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.